Hey, what's going on everybody? Um, I uh, hope you all had a fantastic Christmas. Uh, now, <laughs> my uh, son Beckett, he actually was sick uh, for this past week or so. A little bit difficult, you know, you never want to have your kids sick or anything. And that, you know, especially now, kind of takes a lot out of me. Um, but uh, tonight's the first night he's sleeping back in his bed. And uh, yeah, couldn't be happier about that. Um, very thankful to know that he uh, uh, hasn't been coughing as much and the congestion is down or anything. So anyways, uh, yeah, so it's like it, it almost kind of frees my brain a little bit to talk more about uh, fun stuff, uh, in this case, baseball cards. And uh, it's interesting, you know, it's, it's interesting. So first of all, like I feel kind of like, oh, I don't know, maybe I've been in a rut. Maybe it's just because of, you know, what all happened. Uh, this year, uh, possibly with uh, you know with Phoenix passing away, um, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it as well. The last you know last few months, anyway. Um, but I feel like as far as collecting goes, I've I don't, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if I would consider it a rut, um, uh, or maybe it's just a I don't know. It's it's hard to really kind of put into words. Uh, let me let me just tell you kind of what's uh, what's been going on in 2022. Um, I've made a lot of custom cards uh, for my collection, for other people's collections. I've really enjoyed it. I have uh, also indulged myself in uh, other hobbies, especially Transformers. I love them. I just can't get enough. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me of when I first got into collecting, uh, super collecting Kenseiko. I had to get them all, you know, and <laughs> I'm starting to feel that way a little bit with the Transformers. Not that I have to get them all, but uh, there's definitely not a chiseled refined set of parameters which i need to address that at some point because guess what having a hundred transformers is way different than having a hundred baseball cards um, from a size and space perspective it is nutty so um as far as collecting goes collecting baseball cards go though uh, i've picked up you know maybe maybe three or four uh pc cards this year, I think I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what they were. Uh, you know, like the, the past, um, I want to say like, uh, you know, ever since I quit super collecting and just, you know, really kind of sharpshooted laser focus on uh, specific cards I want of Kinseiko, uh every year I've picked up like monsters, like huge cards. 2022 just really wasn't that way. Um, I'm sure there's like a, at least a few that I picked up that I'm not really remembering. Like I know there's a super fractor that's a big deal, but not something that I'm like wildly jazzed about. Uh, there's a Topps cloth card that is great, but I picked it up because it was a good deal and I don't know if I'll keep it forever. Um, there is... Well, the Superfractor Mini, the Alan Ginner, um, that was a good one. That was a, that was a really good one. That's, uh, it, you know, his first one, obviously. So, you know, so that's a good, that's a good pickup. Um, a couple buyback minis that were ultimately absorbed into the mystery cabinet. Um, so that was kind of nice. But yeah, I mean, for 2022, I mean, there just wasn't like this uh, gobs of amazing cards. Like vintage, I don't think I picked up anything. Um, in fact... I sold a couple big cards like in January. Um, 
a TTR6 green uh, cob and a 33 worldwide gum Ruth. I miss both of those cards, like, but I just, you know, <laughs> can't, you know, you, you, there comes a time when somebody uh, gives you a huge offer that you cannot refuse it. And that's kind of where it was at with it. I just couldn't do it. You know, uh, I couldn't say no. Um, and that's fine. I think I did the right, I think I made the right move on both of them. Um, so I'm at peace with it, but I still miss them, if that makes sense. Same goes for a few Conseco cards I've had uh, in the past like a year or so. I've moved, I want to say maybe three or four monsters. Uh, and, you know, basically all of my uh, 80s to 90s prototypes. And, you know, that's fine um, because of the price and everything I got for them. But it's still, it's kind of like, oh man, you know, like I miss them, you know, and all that. But, you know, that said, these cards have a, have a way of coming around again, you know, and, uh, and that's okay. And <laughs> speaking of coming around, I actually uh, uh, picked back up a couple uh, uh, wax boxes of uh, 84 and 85 tops, which are on their way which is kind of fun. I, I really like wax. Not that I'm ever going to open them. I have no desire to open them, in fact. Um, it's uh, mainly just to have the boxes themselves. So, anyways. Yeah, really weird year as far as collecting goes. And I, I think I, uh, I kind of remembered... Uh, I don't know what it was. I think maybe I was talking to my mom about this when I was a teenager. So, you know, a couple years back. Uh, a couple years, that's all. Uh, I, I was a teenager and I think I was talking to her about how I wasn't as interested in cards anymore. And I think that's kind of how we all were uh, during uh, junior high, high school. Um, if you're, you know, kind of my age, if you're like a Gen Xer, um, uh, you know, like a girls, friends, you know, high school, everything that goes along with it kind of gets in the way. And a lot of us have come back to the hobby after we get married and, you know, have careers and, you know, so on and so forth and go back and try to rekindle the joy that was brought to us uh, as children. And uh, so I remember my mom saying, well, you know, Tanner, it's okay. Because I, I went to her kind of in like a, a melancholy, uh, uh, with a melancholy tone of it saying like, yeah, I just don't know what it is. I'm not, I don't have that fire for baseball cards anymore. I think it's probably, I mean, it's 15 or something. I think I remember this right. And she said, well, you know, kiddo, that's, there's a season for everything. And I go, huh, yeah, it was kind of like a sad feel to that, you know, and I've been reflecting on that a little bit, especially for what's been going on um, with my collecting. Um, because clearly, I'm not, I don't have anything that I'm like going after hardcore uh, for vintage work and Seiko cards. If something pops up that's really neat, then yeah, you know, I'll be really excited to get it and everything that if it really catches my eye. But frankly, I'm not really looking a whole lot for vintage anyways, um, because the vintage cards I want are, you know, a lot of money. And, you know, I, <laughs> I can't see myself putting a lot of money into vintage uh, or anything card relay right now. Uh, frankly, so, um, you know, so, that, so that, that's kind of out. The Conseco cards, I, I do keep an eye on, but still it's like there's nothing really that, that really has grabbed my attention for a long time. There have been a couple, couple cards this year uh, 
you know, two, three, four, five cards of that I, I want to say I missed out on, but I didn't really miss out because I wouldn't have paid anywhere near what they, you know, what they went for. Because the cards that came up, uh, my, uh, you know, my category of that thing, for the most part, was already satisfied. In some instances, not in all instances. But, um, so, you know, but... <laughs> That kind of brings me to where what I've been doing the last uh, few days here. Um, so in my office, I've got uh, three shelves uh, that are dedicated to uh, the best of the best of my Consego collection. So probably, if I had to guess, probably about 70 cards are shown. There's, uh, you know, the a barrel, a button, a knob, a laundry tag, a few superfractors. Uh, you know, the greatest um, sketch uh, card from the most expensive product ever put out, Transcendent. Um, there's a, a smattering of a very special one-of-ones. Um, there's some incredible 90s and 2000s ultra-rare grail, uh, uh, you know, 90s and 2000s cards um, in there as well, as far as parallels and inserts go. Um, you know, just a, a real nice... Uh, you know, real nice grouping of cards. And so I started thinking about it because what happens for me at least is when it stays like that for too long, some of the cards can get stale, which is weird, right? Like, how can you get a 98 Crusade Red? How can you make it feel stale? <laughs> you know, it's really a bizarre deal. Um, but in any event, um, you know, I decided to minimize my shelving and I actually completely removed the Conseco cards off not one, but two shelves. So one shelf remains with the cards. There's a few other things in my office from a couple other walls that have Conseco things for sure. But there's just one shelf. And, uh, and as a kind of like a little bit of a spoiler alert, um, you know, uh, it give you a little bit of a sneak preview, I guess, of what's coming up on my uh, YouTube channel. YouTube.com forward slash Tamman Baseball Fan and my blog, TamanBaseballFan.com forward slash blog, um, is uh, what I'm doing with one of the shelves. I've actually created this really cool Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles diorama. In fact, I posted online today uh, some 89 top style refractors of the four turtles, and they turned out real nice. I'm not done with them yet either, by the way. Uh, and there's a whole lot more to it, so stay tuned. Uh, I'm hoping. Uh, the optimist in me wants to say, hey, tonight I'm going to have everything done, an article, a video, and all that, and then tomorrow I'll launch, but it never works out like that. Like, I was hung up on one little detail last night when I had, like, seven things on my to-do list after my family went to bed, and I barely got through that one detail. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's kind of how it goes for me, it seems like, and that's fine, you know, it's okay. Uh, I, I definitely want to make sure that everything is done well and it's done right instead of just done. Um, so, you know, that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, uh, that's what I'm working on right now. So one of the Conseco shelves is, uh, is now uh, deconsecofied and it has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figures and stuff on it. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Now, there is a, and the reason, you know, of course, the question is like, why would you feature that on a baseball card podcast or YouTube channel or blog? 
Well, the reason why is because there are some baseball card implications with it. So, uh, like I said, stay tuned, keep your eyes peeled, and watch what uh, what I post in the next uh, you know day to seven days. I don't know. I remember talking about like part two of the mystery cabinet um, when I first uh, posted that and said, "Stay tuned for the next several weeks." I haven't even touched, <laughs> barely touched part two of that. So. So we'll see what happens. I have, a, I have a good feeling that I'll be finished with this pretty soon though. Um, but anyways, uh, still, uh, in, in the next level, uh, so Holly actually said, you know what, you should do like a, another Ninja Turtle uh, shelf or, you know, where you can put some Transformers up there too and all that. And I'm thinking, you know, I actually have a nice boxed, boxed set of Voltron that I haven't put out yet that I might uh, put up as well. And so all that to say... <laughs> I gotta say, you guys, this is really weird. It's like a weird feeling. It's uncharted territory for me in the past several years. Uh, I don't wanna say there's a changing of the guard um, as far as what I'm most interested in. I think we all have uh, you know, different um, peaks and valleys as far as what our interests are. Um, I know I've had that in the past before. Like, I love vintage and I love wax and I love you know, this and that and the other. Um, so I get it. I understand. Um, it's just, it's weird because Kensego has been my number one for years, even in spite of the fact that I sold most of his stuff um, that I had, uh, you know, a number of years ago, but still was able to, you know, kind of build up this really, uh, really nice, super exclusive, small uh, collection of cards. Um, and here I am, uh, you know, relegating two-thirds of what I have displayed to boxes. And uh, it's really kind of weird. But what's interesting also is I looked at it and I go, huh, there's 20 cards here or so that I have uh, shown right now. I can, since I've got about 200 cards, maybe, maybe 100, 150 uh, are show-worthy, like display-worthy. Let's say it's 100. Um, I can actually uh, swap out those 20 cards maybe five times without duplicating. And granted, the cards I have up there now are, are my absolute favorites, the best of the best. But it would be fun to just kind of you know, put some up there that's not necessarily the best of the best. Um, and just some that are just really fun to look at. Because virtually all the cards in my collection are really fun to look at or have really good stories behind them or both and uh you know so it's gonna be interesting but uh but yeah so for the last i don't know how long uh i've basically you know turn around in my office chair and see like three super full shelves of conseco cards like awesome conseco cards staring back at me and now i'm going to have like conseco cards and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, either Transformers or Voltron or something. Uh, and it's a weird deal. And <laughs> Holly actually thinks it's a good idea because uh, she says, oh, good, this seems less stalkerish. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> I guess I guess she has a point. Um, <laughs> I guess she really has a point. It's a, there's a lot of space dedicated toward one player, that's for sure. But uh, not nearly as bad as it was before. Um, but I will say this also, which is kind of interesting. I was going through um, the values of these things. And uh, I think 
that in these 20 or so cards, they accounted for, uh, they account for like their total value right now um, over, uh, I want to say it's over a third of what I put in to my original Conseco Super Collection, just in a matter of like 20 cards. And uh, that is absolutely bananas to me. But I think it also means that I've gone in the right direction um, because I didn't want quantity. I don't want quantity. I don't care about quantity. I don't care about all the rainbows. Though there are some rainbows that I definitely do want to have and I'm you know, thankful for what I do. Um, but uh, you know, having every single card and parallel and variation um, is, is fun while I had them. But, you know, now it's like, ah, you know, they're just, a, I don't want to say I would consider it dead weight, but given what it's turned into uh, over the past several years, these really cool comic books, like, uh, you know, the first, uh, you know, the number one issues of uh, uh, the Avengers and X-Men and Fantastic Four, and you know, the first appearance of Doom and Fantastic Four, number five, uh, the first appearance of the Scarlet Witch and, uh, you know, and Quicksilver, and uh, first appearance of Wolverine in Hulk 181, first Walking Dead. Like, these are some heavy-hitting comics that I would have never been able to have had had I kept my uh, Conseco collection. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I'd still have been happy uh, with them, I'm sure, but I'm just way happier now like this. And, and, you know, that's not to even begin to start to talk about uh, the vintage cards, the, you know, E90-2 Wagner. I've got somebody that's actually um, has been asking me for a few months to sell to him, um, which is like, uh, you know, way more than any other Conseco card has ever gone for uh, before. And, you know, the Cracker Jack Ty Cobb and Shields Joe Jackson, none of that would have happened had I not sell, sold out. So I'm trying to, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, if there's something that is keeping you from selling uh, where you, you're in a situation where you would like to, but you're afraid of giving up the status or whatever of where you might be collecting your guy or, or whatever niche that you're collecting, um, you know, uh, consider what they might turn into. Uh, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. It's a really big deal for me. Um, thinking about this stuff because uh, it's fun for me and it's good for me to actually reflect on this every now and then uh, to remind myself to uh, not be afraid to let go of cards because when you do, uh, sometimes some amazing things can really, really happen. Um, and uh, yeah, I, <laughs> with as excited as I was uh, for what I had with Conseco uh, stuff, I am probably... 10 times that now and plus I have this feeling of contentment or satisfaction with what I have uh, which is a great place to be frankly when it comes to collecting um, there's not many more days of uh, that I have these days of like oh I've got to get this guy get that guy get the other um, no I mean I'm just thankful for what I have and uh, you know I was talking to a friend today um, who, interestingly enough, he collects Conseco. I'm not sure if he wants to be mentioned by name, but uh, 
you know, he's told me how he's let go of some monsters. He's like, you know, Tanner, I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm getting rid of some like really big cards, but I'm also looking for other big cards. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think that's kind of a maybe healthy or fun way of collecting, just keeping things very fluid, understanding that, yeah, there might be some cards that you sell that you won't come back into contact with again, but there's always going to be other ridiculously amazing cards that could be just as good, if not better, um, which is kind of fun. It's fun to think of it that way. I think honored the days of like being bummed about like missing out on a one of one or, or getting rid of one of one uh, for the sure fact of it being a one of one because there's so many of them out there. Like <laughs> Leaf has made uh, uh, certain cards, certain one of ones with like 12 parallels. When I say 12 parallels, I mean 12 parallels, each of which are one of ones. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> That's wild. So I don't know. I think part of maybe my contentment as well is maybe because maybe maybe possibly because I can make some really cool things and satisfy certain things in my collection. Um, I guess I, maybe that's, maybe that's part of it as well. I don't know. Um, but, uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's really, it's a good thing to, to find contentment. And, uh, you know, as I'm talking in this, I'm kind of using it as a little bit of a self therapy to kind of soothe myself for you know, getting rid of the 52 mantle and, the 33 Worldwide Gum Ruth and the Tito 6 Green Cob. <laughs> the, the Green Cob was kind of justifiable, which this is kind of funny, by the way. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know if you can if you can relate to this or not, but it's, it's really kind of a funny deal. But uh, the Tito 6 Green Cob, I got rid of mainly because I had a Tito 6 Bat Off Cob. I li like the Bat Off Cob is like my favorite Tito 6 card ever. Like, I think it's gorgeous. I think it's unbeatable. Um, the green has seemed to be a little more desirable uh, for many collectors. I'm not sure why. I think it's just because it's a portrait. But the bat off is just like, just bananas beautiful. So I said, okay, I've got one T206 cob. I don't need two of them. Let me just move this one. And you know what really struck me? The only time I really was like bummed is like, I was like, oh man to be able to post pictures of uh, red and green cards, like a, like the Ty Cobb um, Cracker Jack and the T206 Green together for Christmas. <laughs> and say, hey, Christmas Cobbs. <laughs> That's really kind of where my mind goes sometimes because like my collection, I, can, I consider it as like an extension of my collection to be like, uh, uh, you know, the, the collecting base, the uh, social media, you know, because I, I'm so public with virtually everything I have, um, it's fun to get people's feedback and everything. In fact, I did an article uh, that was uh, called like the Conseco Christmas tree where I took my favorite Conseco cards in Photoshop and I made the shape of a tree out of them and uh, really enjoyed doing that. I had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I posted online and uh, I asked people to, you know, kind of reach out and say, hey, what, let me know what, you, what your favorites are in my collection. That was fun. It was fun hearing feedback from people. Uh, but like I said, that's kind of because it's a, a little bit of an extension of my collection is like you all. 
out there listening and interacting with me and everything. So, um, so thank you. But uh, you know, I really appreciate. It. I really appreciate all of you listening as well. Um, you know, it's fun to know that there's actually people out there that are listening. Uh, <laughs> you know, I <laughs> we had a uh, Holly Atticus and I had a a good laugh about this the other day where so you know I think I know how to get YouTube to my YouTube to explode uh, and that's by just me rambling about baseball and baseball cards and title it like uh, YouTube channel to for wives to uh, fall asleep to or something because you have a guy talking about baseball or baseball cards <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I think that was pretty clever I don't know I might I might give something like that a try uh, I know it knocks Holly out right away so <laughs> so you never know um, but, uh, anyway, so yeah, I guess that's all I have for tonight. Um, uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't go as far as saying that like a season is changing or like, uh, my collecting of cards has come to a close because it certainly has not. I love baseball cards still. I always will. Um, but, um, but <laughs> it seems like there's a point where I have, uh, realize that a lot of the stuff that they're putting out nowadays is really just not too super exciting for me. Um, and uh, I guess that's that's for the best anyways, right? Like, you know, if you can really just enjoy what you have over what's out there, then you know, I, think you, I think you win. Um, but, you know, there are still a handful of cards out there that I would absolutely love to get my hands on now would go bananas over um but you know we'll see what happens curious i uh i'm curious to uh see what 2023 brings i didn't really have any quote-unquote collecting goals for 2022 uh, because goals kind of makes it sound like work and cards are just fun for me it's like i have a goal to get like 10 one of ones or whatever. Well, yeah, it's not really a goal goal. It's just uh, something that'd be awesome to happen, I guess. And, you know, I'm already looking anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I say this, I'm kind of like, uh, uh, I'm a hypocrite because I'm a big goal guy. But when it comes to cards, like there's just not really, I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like I have a goal of um, enjoying french fries and ice cream this year like okay I mean, <laughs> sadly that's been my goal way too much for 2022 <laughs> as is and hey listen nailed it <laughs> but uh but yeah so i, I think uh, uh maybe for my collection at least for 2023 i don't i don't know if there's anything that's gonna uh be worthy of saying like here's a goal i'm setting so uh, we'll table that for now. That that might change. I might come back in February and say, okay, uh, you know, I have might come back on this podcast and say, I've uh, had it with Transformers and comics and muscle figures and all this. I've sold everything and I am rated by baseball cards, baby. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's funny because I'm so fickle when it comes to collecting. Uh, I can change anything at the drop of a hat. Um, you know, I mean, there's like all bets are off. There's like nothing, uh, nothing is off the table. And I think that's kind of how it should be because that's kind of what keeps it fun. It reminds me of, uh, 
when I built up my first vintage collection a few years ago, a few years ago, I was on somebody's podcast and I said, yeah, you never know. Uh, I've got these incredible cards. I might just sell them, you know, the next day or something. Well, literally without any plans, uh, to do so, I actually ended up moving everything within a week. And, uh, man, if I kept those cards through COVID, it would have been amazing. But I did some even more amazing things with the, the money from those cards. So, uh, very happy with, uh, <laughs> with how that worked out. Uh, you know, you, you can't win them all. Uh, but I won, I won my fair share, I'd say. So, anyways, I guess that, that goes all, that's all for, um, for this episode. I don't know if there's going to be another one before, uh, the end of 2022. So, uh, you know, gosh, I just, uh, wish you guys the best of the last of 2022 and, uh, thank you for listening. And by the way, I might end up having, I'm not really sure. I might end up having more people on my podcast in 2023. That might be a good goal for me to have, uh, cause I think it's more interesting for you as the listeners to hear, uh, conversations. It's just, it's difficult for me to, you know, uh, line that stuff up. I just enjoy pulling out my phone and talking to it. Uh, for a half hour, an hour or so. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so anyways, uh, thank you guys always for listening. I hope you have a great rest of 2022.